just want to say it's good to be back with you. I missed being with you in worship the last couple of weeks, and I did see in the weekly email that went out this past week that there was apparently an expectation for a refreshing sermon from me. Um, if you don't get our church's weekly email, I invite you to sign up. You can go to the website and do that. Uh, but uh, I don't know if you've ever been on vacation with several families worth of young children. I don't know that refreshing is the word I would use to describe that experience, but uh, we did have a lot of fun, and it was a good time to spend together in the sun and at the beach and all of that. And I, I hated that I missed last week um, with the Southern Gospel style of worship and uh, Pastor Stacy's message and the concert and barbecue and all of that kind of stuff, but I, I know that it was a good experience, and, and I want to say a special word of thanks to Alan Barbie, our minister of music, and, and all the other staff and lay leaders who served to make all that happen last week and to make it a success. Uh, hopefully you know, since you're here, you were here at 10, you know that the, for the month of July, we're having one worship service combining the groups from both 9 o'clock and 11, and uh, each Sunday has a different style of music affiliated with it today, jazz and blues. And um, starting today and for the next couple of weeks, we're going to focus the messages, the sermons, on one particular character in the scriptures, and that's Mary, the mother of Jesus. And uh, unfortunately, I think we, if you're a church-going person, you really only hear about her at Christmas time. And, uh, and I say that's unfortunate because uh, there's a lot to learn for us from Mary. And so uh, Pastor Stacy and I talked about it, and we decided for the rest of July, that's where we're going to focus the messages. And, um, and, and I think especially in this time in our lives and in our world, I mean, what, what do I need to name? Coming out of the pandemic, um, just the, the rate of change that we experience in our culture and in our lives, uh, the amount of turmoil, struggle, emotional, mental, physical health challenges, uh, I think it's going to be good for us for a few weeks to think about this person chosen by God to be the one who would be the bearer of the Savior of the world, through whom God would bring a new and fresh expression of redemption, of life to its fullest. Some titles for the uh, sermon series, we, we set, there's something about Mary, we set that one aside, that one didn't seem quite right, um, right. This morning we're going we're gonna to start with Mary at, at the beginning of the story, if you will, in the sense that we're going to look at the Annunciation. So that, that's the moment in the scriptures, and we're going to read in a minute from Luke again, uh, that's the moment in the scriptures where the angel Gabriel comes to Mary and announces to her about the arrival of the Christ, the birth of Jesus, and that she would be the mom. And so I'm going to read it out loud for you, this passage of scripture that tells that story. And then after I read it, I want to invite you please to affirm it with me uh, out loud that, that this has meaning for us. It's something we do traditionally in, in the 11 o'clock service here, our traditional service. We, uh, the one who reads the scripture would say, this is the word of God for the people of God. And then you all respond, thanks be to God. 
All right? So we'll do that after I read the scripture. This is the word of God. This is Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. And this is what it says. When Elizabeth was six months pregnant, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a city in Galilee, to a virgin who was engaged to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David's house. The virgin's name was Mary. When the angel came to her, he said, Rejoice, favored one. The Lord is with you. She was confused by these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. The angel said, Don't be afraid, Mary. God is honoring you. Look, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. He will rule over Jacob's house forever, and there will be no end to his kingdom. Then Mary said to the angel, How will this happen since I haven't had sexual relations with a man? And the angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come over you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the one who is to be born will be holy. He will be called God's Son. Look, even in her old age, your relative Elizabeth has conceived a son. This woman who was labeled unable to conceive is now six months pregnant. Nothing is impossible for God. Then Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. Let it be with me just as you have said. Then the angel left her. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I said this is the telling of the annunciation, the announcement of the arrival of Jesus. And in some uh, parts of the Christian tradition, people observe a holiday, a holy day, an annunciation day, March 25th, nine months before Christmas Day. It's, um, it's an important moment to acknowledge and, and, and to appreciate the announcement of the arrival of the Christ. And, and, and in that, we find this young woman named Mary, who's greeted by an angel and given the news that would change not only her life, but the course of human history. And we have a lot to learn from Mary's experience of faith and how she walked that journey out. And Mary's a a complex character, and rightfully so for the mother of God. And this story in particular is a place to start with the announcement of the arrival of Jesus. Presents us with a few pretty heady, deep questions that are worth our consideration before we jump straight to the answer. Kind of like we have a tendency to go right to Christmas without living through Advent. And, and one of the questions that's 
presented in this story is one that Mary asks, how can this be? Or how will this happen? I mean, as soon as she has this conversation with the angel, she's got questions. And and it leaves me, at least, asking the question, is she asking out of doubt? Or discovery? Is she coming at this from the angle of this 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 is all wrong this there's no way this is possible or is she coming at it from the angle of well this is different this is new how can this be and then in Another question sort of stirs up for me in my mind about Mary and this experience of faith, this encounter with the angel. Is 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 Mary in some sense special, unique, uh, exemplary as a human being, therefore worthy to be venerated, or, or is Mary typical, normal, ordinary person of humble means and, and living that she would be called highly favored. I think of Mary as extraordinary. Extraordinary. Which is an extraordinary word to me. Because we say extraordinary and we say it to mean something that's better than typical, special, different, it's extraordinary, but right, it's just a compound word. You, you take it apart, it's, it's extra ordinary. <laughs> but if something's extra, it's just a, a, a lot of it, right? Like we had an extra number of kids with us at the beach this week. It's just a lot of it, but it's just the same thing. It's just a lot of it, extra ordinary. So is Mary extraordinary? Or is she extraordinary? What makes her the one that God would choose to be the person who would bring the Savior into the world? And then there's the question about Mary's consent. (laughs) She says, I am the Lord's servant. Is is that Mary rising to the occasion or resigning herself to the fact?
And I mean, to know a little bit about Mary is also to ask that question then about what does it mean to be highly favored, as the angel Gabriel told her, that the Lord has favored you. Because she's young, unwed, and now going to be pregnant in a culture that would most likely put her to death for that. And then having us having known the rest of the story, we see what becomes of her child, what she goes through with him and for him. Highly favored. In some ways doesn't seem to fit that narrative. But yet she's going to be the one through whom God changes the world. I mean, just in this story, Mary is described as favored, confused, honored, afraid, inquisitive. I think this story is telling us that Mary is the archetype for the person, for the people through whom God will bring redemption and life. Through whom God's kingdom enters into the world. She's described as someone who Questions and believes and submits. What we see in Mary is somebody who, who brings all of who she is and what she has. What would make her ordinary and extraordinary. Her fears, her doubts, her questions, her faith, her beliefs, her hopes. And she brings it all in response to this call from God, from God's angel Gabriel, to say, I'm going to do something in your life and through you. It, it, it paints a picture of somebody who's sort of doing this dance of give and take with God. Who am I? Who are you? How can this be? Which I think is very fitting for us to have jazz and blues as the music, musical styles for worship today. Those, those particular styles of music are so, so full of and so characterized by feeling and emotion. And, and even their roots come out of a shared human experience of struggle, challenge, difficulty. And in the midst of it, in the face of it, having energy and life and vitality and hope for something greater, for something more, they're characterized by improvisation and Creativity 
And in that sense, as a way to engage music, but in the larger sense and in the sense of Mary, as a way to engage life and engage this miraculous, incredible news from God that God's going to do something in your life. At a time, in a moment, where the world, at least the world of faith, is turned upside down, where her own life is being turned upside down, God says to Mary through the angel Gabriel, the Savior of the world is coming to you. And Mary's interaction with the angel really opens up some some deep things of faith for us. That we could bring our doubts Now, some might say she was amazed. How can this be? Not that she was doubting. What is amazement without some doubt? (laughs) That we can bring our questions, that we can bring our fears, that we can bring our doubts into this relationship with God. Now, there's a difference between bringing your questions and your doubts because you don't agree or it doesn't fit your narrative and you want to poke holes And you want to discover, and you want to grow, and you want to be a part of this new thing that God is doing. And I suspect we've all asked questions from either one of those angles before. And this moment of something new happening in the world and in her life, Mary's asking her questions. She's laying out her doubts and fears as a way to discover and grow into who God is calling her to be. There's a sense in which her her questions open up for us an understanding that she realizes this is not about her, it's about God. It's about what God is doing in the world. Not trying to get it to fit her framework of how life ought to look or how God ought to work. And then that question of her consent, her I am the Lord's servant, God opens up for us understanding about what it means to participate with God and God's work in the world. That what our agency is there. I mean, it could really take us into a conversation about free will and, and predestination. And yet in a moment, it, it lays out for us That God is at work. God is doing something. And Mary has the opportunity to be a part of it and participate in it. And to lean into it, to live into it. To say, yes, I am a servant of the Lord. And we see that the way that God works in the world is through the ordinary extraordinary places and people like you and me. And this announcement from the angel is bookended. It's contained within the two statements that that give Mary the strength and the faith to follow through. The Lord will be with you. 
The Holy Spirit will be with you. The power of the Most High God will overshadow you, will cover you. Churches, God speaks into your life, into our lives, into the life of this congregation and community. That redemption is here. That redemption is coming. The new life is rising up among us. God is saying to us, the Holy Spirit of God is with you to overshadow you, to cover you, and to go with you. And then the last thing the angel said is, nothing is impossible with God. Look at Elizabeth. They said she couldn't have a baby and she's six months pregnant. The angel points Mary to all the signs and examples of the impossible, amazing, miraculous things that God does day in and day out, down through history, in our lives and the lives of the people around us as a way to assure her, remind her, to assure and remind us that as God calls us into this new life, as God announces the arrival of Christ and the work of God's kingdom in our midst and in our world in new ways even today, God's Holy Spirit goes with us and none of it is impossible. God is announcing that even now. Even today, to you, to us, the arrival of the Son of God, the coming of the kingdom of God. Oh, that we would be as extraordinary as Mary to respond as a servant of the Lord. Oh, that God's kingdom would come in you, in me, in us, in Shambly, now. I want to ask you if you'd make that a prayer with me. And, and that we would pray together right now that that we would each of us be open in this moment of annunciation. the announcement of salvation. For you, for me, for the world. What do you bring? What do you bring to this moment? Doubts, questions, fears, history. 
brokenness, insecurity. And what do you bring as one who is created in the image of God, the Imago Dei, the extraordinary? To whom God is saying, Christ has come in you, in your life, in your world. That you are highly favored to be the bearer of the good news of the kingdom of God in your world today. Oh God, we are thankful. For Mary, thankful for her example, thankful for her faith. God, here we are. We we bring all of who we are. As, As we open our hearts, our lives, Receive the promise of new life, fullness, wholeness, blessing, and to be bearers of that in our world. God, with Mary, we say we trust you to make it so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.